Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Hadley Hubcast with me. My name's Matt. This week, we have got a couple of guests for you. Before we get into that, I just wanted to say that we want you to get involved. So if you've got any beats that you've made, send them in. We'd love to include them. If you've got a joke you want to tell, record a voice note, send it in. If you have a question for a member of staff, send them in as well. You can either get in contact on Instagram via Matt's Youth Worker. You can find me on there or you can send me an email. Uh, my email address is matt.rider, that's R-I-D-E-R, at oasishadley.org. forgot my email address then. Not good. In this podcast, we're mainly going to be talking to people around the Hadley Hub. So it's going to be young people who go to the Ponders End Youth Centre and just involved in the Hub. Um, and it's going to be members of staff, anyone normally you would find at the Hub, that's who's going to be involved in this podcast. So in today's episode, I'm talking to Molly, my, um, my co-worker at Oasis. She's also a youth outreach support worker like myself. I'm going to split the chat into two sections. So you're going to get, first of all, part one and then some more chat in the middle and then part two afterwards. Um, and we talked all about her time at the Chicken Shed Theatre School, which was, sounds really cool. Kindness, Mental Health Awareness Week. Talked to her about working as a makeup artist. Um, when she got to do like prosthetics and cool stuff like that as well as makeup like on fashion shows and tv shows and stuff so we talked about having run-ins with grumpy models um we talked about body image basically all, all the important big ones um yeah but we also talked about mr tumble moana and crying at animated films so we covered a lot of ground as well as talking to molly i spoke to danny who's a year seven at oasis enfield and we did 10 random generated questions. Um, sometimes they're just too weird. We had to give up on one of them because neither of us knew what it meant. Very honoured to have him as a guest as well this week. Cool, that's enough of my waffle. Let's get into it. Here we go. <laughs> Molly. Hang on, wait, let me sit back. Oh, okay. Sorry, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you okay, Molly? Are you comfortable? Yes. Wicked. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. How's it been? How's it been on lockdown? I have to admit, I go up and down. So some days I'm like super yoga guru, drinking lots of water, taking this time, being positive. Other days I'm ripping my hair out. So yeah, unstable, Molly. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what I've been sort of hearing from everyone. I've been feeling that as well. It's yeah. Kind of... Yeah, like, so, you know, sometimes you feel like you have to take... So, like, right, so I'm trying to cut it all down. So I'm really taking the time with Lila and, and being like, I'm never going to get this much one-to-one time with her ever again, yeah. realistically. So that's nice. But then it's also really hard because part of being Molly rather than mummy is going to work. Yeah. So when going to work is in the same house as your mummy person, it's really difficult to detach. So I think that's, you know, that's difficult. But Is that something you, you're looking forward to, like, when you get back to normal, finally, when it, whenever this happens, to sort of have that kind of, like, divide a little bit of separation? Yeah. Having, being able to have a cup of tea and a biscuit 
without someone pulling at my trousers <laughs> would be yeah. really nice. And I really hope that no one at work starts pulling at my trousers because that would well, really wind me up. I think Ash is going to be missing you a lot. She'll probably be doing that for the first, like, I don't know, two uh, months. I'll let her do it for like a week and then I'm going to have to tell her about <laughs> it because it's just not on. Sit down, Asha. I know, I know we've been apart for a long time, but this is... <laughs> Molly, I've just <laughs> missed you down. so much. Yeah, to be honest, I'll, I'll be doing it as well, Molly. We'll all be sort of like just so happy to see each other. I'll be like, right, now I can take my annual leave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you studied acting, didn't you? Yeah, I did um, inclusive performance at uni. What, what's, in, what's inclusive performance? <laughs> Sounds cool. All right. Yeah, so it's like, so drama is like the main subject. Yeah. And then the inclusive part. So I did it at Chicken Shed, which is linked to Middlesex University. So Chicken Shed is an all-inclusive theatre. Yeah. So for like all abilities. And um, within doing the drama bit, like the dancing, the singing, the acting, you learn how to like, do like delivery. So working with people from all different backgrounds, with all different abilities. So yeah, that's basically what I did. I learned um, all the general skills of drama, but alongside that, we learned how to like, communicate with everyone else. Um, just sort of so basically a lot of people go into teaching afterwards um because it gives you the skills of how to like communicate with loads of different types of people all different abilities being able to learn sign language you, uh, can you can you sign i've got a bsl level one oh, so amazing. i can sort of i could like if someone was struggling to communicate i could probably break it down a little bit but i i probably would feel a little bit anxious having a full-blown conversation with someone yeah, but I think that's kind of obvious in like a lot of languages. If you can just kind of get that first step, just to show yeah. that you're kind of like going to meet someone like halfway, I think that's always a big step. But yeah, but yeah, and I think also where you're not using like I don't use sign language every day, so it's yeah. like it, it. I've been watching. Oh, there is a thing, Mr. Tumble. Any mothers out there will know who Mr. Tumble. I is. know who Mr. And, Tumble is. Okay, good, perfect. So, <laughs> and believe it or not, I'm not a mother. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to watch it? Um, yeah, I mean. I can't remember why I started. <laughs> this is weird. Why yeah, because I, watch... I don't think it was your, your age. It wasn't really aimed at me, <laughs> it was it? But, uh, it wasn't it... my age, I don't think, either. No, Mr. Mr. Tumble's only been about for that last kind of, what, like five, ten years? I think it's, no, I think it's a little bit more because I think my sister, I know my sister, it's, my sister's 21 or 20. Yeah. I, should, I should know. Um, but, um, yeah, she knew it. So, if, yeah, maybe 15 years. I've got a friend who went to see Mr. Tumble at Butlins. Like oh for God, his for his kids, not, <laughs> not, not for just for him. Oh, that wasn't the adult weekend at Butlins. Mr. Tumble comes along. <laughs> yeah, he's just randomly there. He just bumped in. Hello, Mr. Tumble. Yeah, my name's John. <laughs> oh, not on, not working today, mate. Come on, don't call me that. Back to the chicken shed, anyway. But yeah, no. So I joined at the age of thirteen, and then went all the way through, and then left. I think in my last year of A levels, um, just to focus on A levels. And then I returned when I was 21 um, to do my degree. How did you find doing the degree? Um, well, this one is a lot more practical than like a normal degree. So there is still like dissertations and writing, but um, you're more marked on your practical skills. So for me personally, I work better like that. Yeah. Um, so I, re I really enjoyed it. And you get to do like all the Christmas shows at the theatre as well. And it becomes like, where I've been there so long as well, it becomes like a little bit of a bubble, like that's your kind of family. Yeah. Um, so it was great, really good. Um, there were moments, there was up and down, but we had to put our own show together. And you can only imagine that. What was, what was your show? Um, the first one 
we did about human trafficking, which is a bit deep, but it was, you know, but yeah, so it was, we did a lot of research into it because obviously you've got to be careful when you're touching on subjects like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and then the second one we did was about growing up. So like, you know, like being a teenager and the struggles you go through. Yeah. Um, so we touched on loads of different subjects within that one. That was really fun, actually, because you could make it really funny and also quite sensitive. That's kind of, that's always the best. I, f- I feel like that's always the best sort of like, whatever, like plays or music or any kind of art is like when you can have a bit of humour with it. Yeah. But then you can have a lot of kind of like actual real life as well. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, but obviously, as you can imagine, if you get like 30 people trying to put a show together, there were highs and lows. But it was great. I really enjoyed it. I recommend Chicken Shed to anyone. Yeah, I mean, you often you often talk about um, sort of like referring people to Chicken Shed, don't you? Yeah, it's, it, the environment itself just being there is is amazing like if you walk in and you instantly feel like this warm feeling everyone is included how how can people get involved so you can join um the youth club the youth theater part of it um and you just have to go on the website and have a look you can always if anyone wanted to get involved you could just walk straight into the building it's in cock fosters in north london um walk straight in and and speak to any member of staff and they'd be happy to explain what what they had going on um they've got a lot of like summer stuff that they do there's easter stuff they do um they do things for like younger people so people with kids can go and they've got like little shows for them um and they also do so for school age they do btech um year one and two then it goes on to a, a foundation year and then the ba which is the whole degree that's amazing so you could you could like start going there when you're like a little kid and end up doing your degree there yeah, so my sister, she's eight years younger than me. So she started when she was about four. Yeah. Um, and she's been, she's, she's actually now works there part-time. But she um, she started, yeah, when she was four. So they have like little children's theatre. It's really cute. Oh, it sounds Tiny amazing. Tiny little ones. Yeah. And they also do a lot of volunteering um, opportunities. So I always say to people, if they want to work with young people, it's a great place to just go and get some experience. Yeah. I'm going to tr- see if I can, I've, I've heard this said before, they're like, yeah, we'll, I'll, put the, uh, I'll put a link in the description of the uh, podcast. I don't know how to do that at the moment, seeing as this is our first <laughs> one. <laughs> but I'll try and do it. Um, I'll try and put a link. Um, cool, I might have to edit that bit out later on when I'm like, I can't work out how to do it. <laughs> So you said it was like multi, like lots of different things like dance and acting and all sorts yeah. of Yeah. What was your favourite? What was your favourite bit? Out? Oh, do you know what? So when I first started, I would never have, I love singing. So singing I was definitely always going to do. Um, I liked acting, but I really wanted to be a good dancer, but didn't quite have the confidence. So when it came to in our um, foundation second year, you have to choose an elective. So there's four electives. You've got delivery which is like sort of teaching. You've got acting, singing and dance. So you have to choose two. So I actually ended up, I chose delivery because I knew I always wanted to work with people. But um, I then randomly just chose dance and then absolutely loved it. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. I pooed myself in every single like first lesson because I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to just look at me like you are dreadful. But... I built up the confidence and thought I really want to do this. <laughs> so I did it. I don't know now if I'm a good dancer, but, <laughs> but I enjoy it. Well, that, I mean, surely that's always the main thing, isn't it? I mean, what matters is it something that brings you joy and that you feel, you feel able to do it. 
Yeah, and also it kept me really fit. Yeah, I bet. Because obviously you're running around all the time. So that was like an extra... Because obviously when you do exercise, you do feel good. Yeah. Um. So it was It was good. It was It was exciting, yeah. Talking about exercise and making you feel good, it's... I think I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, like during lockdown, I'm, all I'm doing is just like sitting in my house and, and just eating and I feel so unfit. Yeah. I've been doing a fair bit of that, but <laughs> because I did so much of that... I kind of, I was like, right, I've got to get outside. I can't, sort of, I think like the first sort of three weeks, I was barely leaving the house at all. And I was like, this is not <laughs> right. This is, you're going mental here. So I kind of had to make myself go and like have a, have a run every day or whatever. And after like the third day, I mean, the, the initial shock was horrendous. And I was like, this is, I, just, <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. This is not good. Um, but then after that, I was like, you know, I'm starting to get into this. Have you been, have you been sort of exercising during lockdown or? So, like, I had high hopes that when this lockdown started to be spoken about, I was like, brilliant. I can take some time to myself, come back out of lockdown looking absolutely amazing. And then, obviously, three weeks in, I'm sitting on the sofa like I have not moved. Um, <laughs> but, but, no, it took me about three weeks as well, actually, of, like, I just sat. I, don't get me wrong. I was up and down with Lila and stuff, but I was so lazy. And I almost kept saying to myself, like, you need to come out of it. Come out of it. Come out. Go in the garden. Do something. I was getting annoyed at myself. Yeah. And I was actually staying at my dad's for the first bit of lockdown because we haven't got a garden. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, I hate myself. My dad must find me so irritating. <laughs> anyway, I then got myself nominated for that 5K run. Oh, yeah, on me Instagram. Too, yeah. yeah. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do it. So I went out and did that. And then from there, like, I, I kind of went, like, every two days. I'd go for a little run. Or like do a little workout on YouTube because there's so many free workouts on YouTube. I haven't even got involved in them yet. Do you know, do you know they're really good? Like you could literally type in anything. I did some yoga on it and I found myself on an advanced one. Didn't realise. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Doing but like some kind of backward bends and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I think I actually think I've hurt myself to that one. Yeah, I've but, um, They do some crazy stuff. Yeah. Then I found a beginner's one and it was a lot more soft. But um, yeah, there's loads of stuff. So I have... I've been really forcing myself to do it, but also I'm trying to be really kind to myself um, because I find that I get, yeah, I get, well, yeah, it's Mental Health Awareness Week as well and kindness is, is the theme, you see. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think you get yourself in such a rut when like you don't do something that you want to do that you end up sort of not doing it even more, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I started to say like, do you know what? Don't If you don't go for a run today, you don't do exercise, that's okay. Like, you, you can just have this day, but maybe try and go tomorrow or I'd try it like that. Definitely. I think that's that's the way that, because if once you start introducing like, yeah, you start beating yourself up about the fact that you haven't done it and it, it introduces like a negative like emotion into it. And then the whole yeah. thing just gets, it all goes downhill. But yeah, if you sort of like go, well, you didn't go today, but you know, actually it makes you feel better when you do go. So if you can go tomorrow, you'll feel better for it. Yeah, 100%. I think I'm learning about patience for myself in lockdown and kindness. I think that's the two things that I would say. Patient is one of the nine habits as well. Look at me. It, Molly, um, you are a model <laughs> employee. Bringing in I the mental try. health awareness week, <laughs> the, one of the nine habits. I'm doing it. I've literally it's got good. a checklist here. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's two things I would say to anyone to learn is just how to be patient with yourself and to be kind. It's, it's kind of, they're linked, aren't they? I guess. Yeah. Because I'm, I kind of, I expect a lot of myself and then I, I end up, I find myself expecting a lot of other people as well. 
Yeah. And it's like, and if you can be a bit more patient with everyone, it's a, just a, yeah. a nicer, kinder, happier way to be. Yeah, like my mum, she always says to me, it's like, just take them, like, for instance, if I'm if I'm walking down the road and I've moved out of the way, I quite like people to say thank you yeah. because I just think it's polite. It's but, polite, yeah. Yeah, so then I, I sometimes would be like, oh, they didn't say thank you. It would wind me up. The mum said, listen, you don't know what people are battling behind closed yeah. doors. You don't know what people are going through. And then I actually, again, then becoming patient and going, okay, that's fine. You didn't say thank you, but that's, you know, that's not a personal attack on me. That's just you've got your own stuff going on yeah. or you're just rude. And if you're rude, then that's more for you. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. It's like you you can feel confident that you've done the right thing. And if they're just being rude, then, well, it's not very nice. Although yeah. I've got to I've got to admit, Molly, oh, it's not nice. But sometimes if I if I get out of someone's way and, they, and they're rude and they don't say thank you, I do quite <laughs> just go, you're welcome. And it's... And oh, I have <laughs> to admit. Yeah, you're welcome. And do you know what the worst thing is? Have you ever seen the film Moana? I have seen Moana, it's wicked. Okay, so that's Lila's new thing at the moment. So there's a song and it goes, what can I say except you're welcome, right? So every time now, if someone doesn't say thank you, I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> nice. And then to Moana. If they try and call you, you out, it's just, just Moana. It's, that's, that's gold, <laughs> that's staying in. Um, Moana, that's, uh, that's got, I've only seen it once, but it, hasn't it got the song with uh, a shiny song? Yeah, the crab. The crab. Yeah, I'd love to say I've only seen it once. I've probably seen it once every three hours. So you know the shiny song very well, right? <laughs> I could do Moana as a one-man band. Let me tell you. Well, you have a degree in um, <laughs> what's your degree in? Drama, <laughs> inclusive performance. Inclusive yes. performance. So Molly, uh, without further ado, <laughs> Moana, the one-woman <laughs> show. Where's the end button? How do I come <laughs> off of this chat? <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been real. It's been great. It's been emotional. See you later. <laughs> Bye. So that was part one of my chat with Molly. We'll be back for part two after this chat with Danny, who answered ten randomly generated questions. Let's get to it. All right, Danny or Daniel, which are we going for, Danny or Daniel? Uh, either one. Either one, Danny. All right, is that okay? Yes. All right, Danny, you are my second ever guest on the Hubcast. Welcome. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm well, you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, but Danny, an interesting thing about you. You know Mark, don't you? Yes. And he played He plays in a band with who? Can you well, tell us? He plays in a band with my stepdad. He is, uh, I think he was bass guitar. Yeah. Mark. I might have skewed that up, but I think it was bass guitar. Bass guitar is a good instrument. I started playing. The bass was my first instrument, and then I moved on to guitar. Did he sing as well? Vaguely, I think. Vague? <laughs> I don't know. He sang a bit, but he mostly was in it. He mostly spoke as a joke. Spoke as a joke? What do you mean? He usually said Ariba a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. Were they any good? Let's be honest. Yes. That's 100% honest. Yes, they were good. Oh, I thought I was going to get yeah. something to hold against Mark there. Danny, you go to um, Oasis Enfield, is that right? Yes. My idea for this was, first of all, we we're going to be talking to the Oasis Hadley crew, and then we'd branch it out. And already, second interview, we're already branching out, which is awesome. So thanks for being a part of it. It is quite cool. It is cool, isn't it? Um, all right. We're going to go to the random question generator now. All right. So I don't know what these questions are going to be. I've seen a couple of them, and they're just a bit bizarre. 
They don't all make sense, but let's see how we get on. So here we go, 10 random questions coming up. So, here's your first question. Are you ready? No, yes. <laughs> all right, do you want a moment? No, I'm ready. Go on, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get in there quick before you change your mind. Here we go. First question is, what is the opposite of a koala? Ugly. Good. Next question. What product do you wish a company would make a smart version of? Mark Ridley. <laughs> what are you saying? Okay. Does a person's name influence the person they become? No. So you think even if you had a really, really, really crazy silly name it wouldn't have any impact on you on who you became no be who you want to be what is special about the place where you grew up bruce forsyth went to a school name where i live <laughs> really do you know what i never knew where bruce forsyth yeah. grew up so did he grow up in enfield edmonton edmonton wow all right that's something that i've learned today then i've lost track of how many questions we've done can you remember? I think it's like seven. I think we've done five. Five? Okay, should we do it? We'll, we'll do another five. All right. So this is the sixth. What's your favourite holiday movie? And I guess they mean like Christmas movie. Um, Claws, which was recently on Netflix for 2019 Christmas. Is it a good film? Yes. It was between that and the Christmas Chronicles. The Christmas? I've not heard of the Christmas Chronicles. It was also it was 2018 Netflix. Okay, all right. Can you give us a rating for both of those? Out of ten. Uh, out of ten, Christmas Chronicles eight, Claws eight. All right. Wow. So we're gonna have to watch both to decide which is better, right? Drawing, drawing even there. Yeah. All right. Cool. So this is question seven. Ooh, here's a good one. Is it better for a person to have a broad knowledge base, so know about lots of different things, or a deep knowledge base? So, know lots about just a few things. Broad. What do you think the benefits of that is? Uh, well, you'd know at least a bit of something you were told about rather than not knowing anything about it. And if you have a broad, you can also expand, but you already know something about it. 100% agree. Because if you know a bit about everything, the things that interest you, you can find out more about them. Wicked. Good answers. All right, this is question eight, I think. Yeah, question eight. I, I don't even know what this means. Maybe you do, Danny. All right, what are some of your Pavlovian responses? What that means, I don't really know. Alexa, what does Pavlonian mean? What's Alexa saying? Can't hear it. Something about Pavlov. <laughs> That's all I know. All right, I'd, should we skip that one? Yeah. I, I've got no idea. Neither do I. <laughs> Something that we can find out about later on, maybe. All right, what happens in your country regularly that people in most countries would find strange or bizarre? We drink too much tea. We drink loads and loads of tea. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? To be honest with you, it's a good thing. I love tea. Tea is the best. Also, it rains. When we're outside, it rains. When we're stuck inside, it's warm. <laughs> Just to annoy us. The English weather is just always just trying to, trying to wind us up. Next one, almost there. What book has influenced you the most? A Monster Calls. A Monster Calls. By, who is it by? 
Patrick Neath, something like that. Okay. It influenced me because I wrote the book and I kind of swayed it like that. Okay. What's the what's the book about then? It's about a beast that lives among us. It's called The Beast That Lives Among Us. And what what's the beast about? What does it do? <clears throat> it represents people's instinct and fear. So yeah. that's why everyone sees it. It's their instinct and fear. Did that teach you anything about yourself, maybe? Did that kind of shine any lights on instincts and fears for you? <laughs> no, not really. But... But it also can represent, for anyone who reads it, trust your instinct. I think 100%. So often we doubt ourselves when actually, if we just go with... The gut instinct is often pretty good. It's a really good base to go from. I mean, sometimes we can get it wrong, but yeah, I think that's a good one. Trust your instincts. Trust yourself. That's a good moral. All right, and let's finish. Let's finish up on the last question. Wow, this is a, this is a broad one. Danny, we could go on for ages with this question. All right. <laughs> What says the most about a person? That's all it says. It's pretty broad. Nothing can say anything about a person. Their appearance or intelligence doesn't define a person. So what do you think, what do you think defines a person then? Themselves, what they want to be. How they appear or their knowledge doesn't make them a nerd, geek or some high school graduate who's cool it makes them who they want to be and that is an amazing way to end it danny you have been an absolute hero those were your 10 questions will you come back again at some later point and do some more another 10 hopefully all right (laughs) brilliant very hopefully danny have a great rest of your day mate and i'll be seeing you you too it's been lovely speaking to you you too danny i'll speak to you later mate take care Bye. bye right here we go part two of my chat with molly Let's carry on talking about Moana. Um, all right, Moana is a good film, though. Uh, I like it. It is. Um, I watched it with my goddaughter. Um, she loved it. That's my excuse. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, what child are you using as an excuse? I just, I'm really into Mr. Tumble, Moana, and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I had Moana... Oh, no, I saw Moana before I had a daughter, but... I used to care for a, a young boy with autism yeah. and he was really into his cartoons. So I got to see it. And I'll be honest, I, I was okay watching that film three times. I think we saw it in the cinema. I, I love, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all the animated Disney, is it, it is Disney, isn't it? I think. Um, yeah. But all those animated I think so. films, they're wicked. They just, but they, yeah. I don't know why, but like they make me very emotional. Like often, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they'll be like, a, they, they have like these killer moments. Like they're really good at doing that thing where it's all like funny and and like lighthearted, but then they have like this little moment where it's just, oh, a little twist. And it's, yeah, it's always got this like high emotion. It's like, oh man. I remember um, I used to work as a teaching assistant in a primary school and we took, um, we took the class to see um, Zootropolis at the cinema. I love Zootropolis. It's awesome, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. But, I wouldn't say it's it's not a sad film, is it? No, but it's got moments, but they've all got a moral, haven't they? Yeah, I guess that's it. But I can't remember what it was, but there was this one moment and I'm sitting in the cinema and I'm like, I'm surrounded by like 30 year four kids. <laughs> um, and just start crying. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I've, I'm welling up here. Like I need to hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> I cry everything. Anything yeah. that has an, anything emotional, I cry. It's good to be, it's good to be in touch with your emotions, I think. Yeah, it is. But then like, I've watched E.T. like how 
probably like 25 times in my life and every single time et goes home i'm like et's gone home molly you would not be human <laughs> if you didn't cry at et <laughs> that is uh, that's the uh that's the human test yeah but maybe after the 20th time it's like right stop now you know from the moment you've started that film et goes home listen loss doesn't get any easier right <laughs> et go even though it's even though it's for the best he needs to go home <laughs> let's stop talking about this before i before i well up um <laughs> molly <cry>. so <laughs> oh, it's too much um <laughs> you were talking earlier on about saying that you did um makeup yes this I did is makeup. really cool <laughs> yeah it was really cool i went to when i left school I didn't want to go to uni. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I really, at school, I loved art. Um, so I thought, what can I do? And then I looked up makeup, like doing makeup. And I was like, oh, nice. But what I quite liked about it, I didn't like the, like, just the normal sort of like beauty makeup. I wanted to do a little bit more of like the creative stuff. Yeah. So um, I went to a place called Delamar Academy in Ealing. Um, and I did a year's... Um, is it a higher education certificate or something there? Yeah. So um, they do, like I did, I did the beauty and the fashion, which is a really good skill to learn. And then I did like prosthetics. So we learned how awesome. to like make the masks, you know, when you see people in um, films with like all the special effects and stuff. So like you can turn someone into like a monster or like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so that and all that, that was good. That was what like was, what really was the weirdest cool, thing? Like, what was the weirdest thing you you made? Um, we had to. So our first project that we ever did, we had to um, make our own. Like, have you seen Batman? You know, is it Mister Penguin or Penguin Man or something? The penguin, yeah. Yeah. So him, we had to make our own one. <laughs> penguin of him. Man. <laughs> penguin Man. Yeah. So just Penguin. Um, so that was pretty cool because that was the first one I ever did. And then after we did that one we got to sort of create our own and for some reason i can't remember what i did and i was talking to my mum about this other day i can't remember but i remember what someone did on me so did you ever see that film witches when you were a kid which no i didn't no you've never seen witches no oh okay well there you go that's one for your list you got lot we've got loads of time you have to watch it <laughs> is it a bit like mr tumble or moana no, 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 it's not. I mean, I've got some other stuff if you want to watch stuff like Probably this. won't like it then. <laughs> no, it's um, no, it's like a classic. I can't believe you've never watched it. Like, it's about um, a group of women that are witches and this little boy finds them. But it's like, they're actual real people acting out. It's not a cartoon. Have you seen Hocus Pocus? Um, I have. That's with the three witches. Um... Yeah, okay. So it's kind of like along those lines, but witches is a little bit scarier. So there's a main character in witches that's like when she turns into a witch is really creepy like really kind of like typical witchy looking but she's got really big makeup on so i was made into that Whoa. which is quite cool sounds wicked um what is what's it like looking in the mirror because i mean i'm guessing when, when they're doing it you can't see what's going on or can you see what's going on it depends on what they're doing. Like with this one, the the stuff that's put on my face was that was around my eyes, so it didn't cover my eyes. So on some things, obviously, depending on what character it is, you can't see anything. But when you're doing like the mold, so to get the mold of the face, you have to like completely get covered. So um, you get put in like a you know, like plaster cast what, all over your face, and it covers all over your face. And the only way you can breathe is for a straw. Oh, I wouldn't like that. 
I wouldn't like that. I think I'd no, get very I didn't claustrophobic. Like it. <laughs> I was such a wimp. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, luckily, we managed to get it. But I, it, it was. I'm very claustrophobic, and that was over everything. So literally, just two pieces of straw up your nose, <laughs> coming out. <laughs> So it's yeah, a funny image. that was yeah no, it was absolutely horrific. But that's how you obviously have like any of those actors that you see that get put prosthetics on. That's what they have to do. So like all those kind of like Marvel films and stuff and yeah. So it's not always glamorous. <laughs> you worked as a makeup artist, didn't you? Yeah, I went into um, TV um, and a bit of fashion because realistically, it's the easiest one to sort of step foot in first. Yeah. Um, and you have to like work your way from the bottom um, as a makeup artist that, so, you know, you are making tea. So you make people tea um, or you're the one running around in the rain because the one person's getting paid is sitting inside with a nice hot cup of tea that you've just made. Um, but that's fair, how it starts. It? Yeah. But, you know, you've got to kind of like do that. So I worked on a thing called um, Bad Education. Bad Education. Oh, I remember I did, that. Yeah. With, what's his name? Jack. Jack, Jack White. Jack Whitehall. Yeah, is Jack it? White. Is that Jack Whitehall, that's it, yeah. yeah. So I did a few um, episodes of that. I then did a fashion show for in the XL. It was for like, um, uh, not a London fashion week, but something branched off that. Yeah. Um, did you have to deal with any pilots. sort of like grumpy models in that? Yeah, like none of them were eating. And because when you don't eat like good food, your skin gets really bad. Yeah. So like a lot of the... Um, models their their skin was quite like um it was broken out quite a bit so it was covering it up but then they were very unhappy if you couldn't cover up properly but you, they also weren't eating so i felt really torn because that upsets me when i see women like that i just yeah. think you're forced not i don't know if they're forced but they've chosen to go down that route but anyway this, this is the thing about models i don't get it's like it's like it's all about the image and, and about beauty but actually what you're doing to yourself is not it's not beautiful you're yeah, I think there's like making your skin really bad, and you know. Yeah, 100%. I think it's it's really good to be healthy, and like if you are naturally a slimmer person, then of course that's that's just who you are. Yeah. And then you've got people that are really healthy, exercise, eat well, but are naturally a little bit bigger. Yeah. So I think it's like I don't know. I think hopefully it's turning a corner a little bit because if you go online and like not that you look at women's clothing online, but um, they are, there are, there are a little bit more variety of women now, but my personal opinion is there could be more because they're selling to normal people. But yeah. But I think that that's like across our, our whole sort of like society now it's like on Instagram and every, like everyone is trying to portray themselves in a certain way. And we need to sort yeah. of like, we need to sort of like step back and just go a little bit like what you're talking about earlier on about, um, having patience and kindness to yourself, just be like, this is this is who I am. I don't have to sort of like do this kind of crazy contouring makeup to make my actual face look different, or I don't have to starve yeah. myself to sort of be a size whatever. Like, it's whoever you are is is great. I think yeah, young people have to be really careful. It's you're so it's so easy to be sucked into that mindset. Yeah, of like uh, I personally. I got rid of Instagram ages ago and I've only just opened it up now because I've started um, doing eyelashes. Yeah. So I just use it to sort of like get people to see like the pictures of eyelashes or whatever. But um, as soon as you go on Instagram, you've got like stick thin people that have edited their pictures for one 
um and you've got people saying if you want to lose weight do this or do that like girl it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy now like you can be sucked in and made to feel like you are not like enough well i think i think for for boys now it's kind of you have to be like really really built and and you're kind of expected to have like a six-pack and these big pecs and and if that is what your body can do then then great but yeah because i think that's another thing as well some people can work really, really hard and not naturally gain certain muscles in certain areas. I mean, I'm not a fitness person at all, so I someone might come along and completely correct me on this, but um, you, you've got two people working the same workout and their bodies will be different. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, I think that's so it. It's it like, is hard. Like you were saying, like whatever shape you naturally are, that you, you can change it, but it might be at the cost of changing everything about your life. And it's... Yeah. Is it worth it? So with the young people that I talk to on the podcast, I'm going to be doing some uh, quick fire questions. They're going to have to do 10 questions. But can I test a few of the questions on you? Yeah, go for it. Is it quick fire? I panic. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, but let's give yeah. it a go. Listen, I don't even know what's going to, I don't even know what the question is because I've got this thing. It's <laughs> random question generator. So I, I don't even know what it's going to ask. Right? Okay, go for it. Neither of us know what's going on. All right, you ready? Yes. Well, this is quite a nice one. Um, what areas in your life do you have high hopes for? And what are those high hopes? Oh, okay. So I said two main areas I've got is uh, being a mum. I have yeah. high hopes that I fulfill that in a way that I'm very proud of when I'm older and that like my children turn out to be the best people they can be. Yeah. Um, and then the second part is in my career. Um, it's not all about, I don't want to just like make money and be successful in that way, but I really hope that whatever I do within my jobs um, now and in the future that I make a difference. Seems like you're on, on track for both of those, Molly, at the moment. I've, I've met Lila. She's, she's wicked. Thanks. Cheers. Good little kid. <laughs> and yeah, obviously, you're brilliant at your job. I've seen you in action and you're good. Cheers, Matt. That's all right. That's all right, Molly. That was a nice question. It was I a mean, nice one. There, could there be horrible questions? I'm not sure. This is what we're doing. We're testing it out. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, go for it. Um, all right. What fictional character is portrayed as a hero, but is actually more like a villain? Oh, well, this is the quiz. It's like a quiz. Um, what, what fictional character is portrayed as a... As a hero, hero. but it's actually more like a villain. So I guess it kind of, it's asking you... Maybe I could just make my own one up that I could maybe explain. Yep, go for it. Um, okay. Um, 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 um. <laughs> um, this is really hard. Yeah, I don't know what... I... Mr. Tumble. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> He's actually a villain. <laughs> he actually just hates kids and <laughs> is just really not a happy, easygoing guy at all. But yeah, there you go. But you'd never know. I've got, I can't even think. That's a really hard question. It's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but you know what? I bet I'll come up with something later on. I'm going to have to message you. Be like two in the morning. My phone will go off. <laughs> Matt, I've got one. Matt, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Last one. Oh, wow. These are really good. All right. If you lived in a virtual reality world of your own creation, what would it look like? All right, very green. Like nice. loads of nice trees and... If you'd have asked me this when I was like 16, I would have said the complete opposite. Um, but like, I would like it to be 
I don't, I don't no litter on the floor. No. And then like, oh, I don't know, like, imagine like random fields that were just bouncy. Bouncy <laughs> like fields. Yeah, nice. like just going to go down, pop down to the local bouncy field and have a jump. Like, and then. That would be wicked. There would be, yeah, like then, oh yeah, then there would be loads and loads of like restaurants, like everywhere. Like, but all of them are on a river. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get you know that sort of vibe, yeah. Yeah. All of that and then like it's always warm. Always warm. But like not too warm. Not too warm. But like in the daytime like okay, so every day is about at least twenty. And then the nighttime it drops so you can sleep. Do you not think you'd start getting a little bit like you might start getting a bit bored of it? Oh, you just you just adapt. But what about you autumn? just be you're missing out on all. We'd be tanned. No, no oh, Christmas. yeah, no, okay, all right, no, we do have the seasons, but the majority of the seasons are hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. I just think sun just makes you feel good. It definitely does. Like, but obviously, you must wear sun protection. <laughs> always, always wear sunscreen. Um, but last was it last week when it was like really cold? I'm I'm so lost in time. Like. We, no, I don't. Yeah, I know. What is it like the thirtieth week we've been on lockdown now? But um, last Maybe. week we came back up to home, and so we're Hertfordshire, and yeah. Lon- everyone in London was saying how cold it was. We didn't think it was that cold here. Like, don't get me wrong, we weren't walking around in shorts, but we had like maybe like a little cardigan on. I was I was freezing. Yeah, everyone said that, but I don't know. Sunny Hertfordshire. You don't. You're you're already living that dream. You've got you've got the bouncy fields. I know. Listen, <laughs> always I'm only ten miles up the road. I don't know who I think I am. <laughs> right. Well, Molly. Yes. And I'm, I'm sorry, we've gone on too long, and we've gone on a bit longer. I than know. You. you told me half an hour, but it's fine. I'll let you off. All right. Sorry. 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 <laughs> but um, but yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good. No, thank you. Is that your first podcast? It's my first podcast. Yeah. Well, Matt, you smashed it. Nice one, mate. So did you. Thank Is you. it your first podcast? Yeah. All right, you're a natural. Absolute natural. Oh, a virtual high five, Matt. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. All right then, Molly. Well, I wanted to, I was about to say, see you, like, see you later or something, but I, I don't know when I'll see you. I'll see you at <laughs> See work. you in December, Matt. I, see you in December, yeah. I'll see you in the future, Molly. <laughs> Literally. With, with, the bouncy, the with the bouncy fields and the restaurants on the rivers and uh, summer all the time. Yes. In that nice. glorious distant land. That when we're we can actually towards. go to restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Molly. Have a good evening, mate. I'll Thanks. see you soon. You too. See you when I see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.